1: In my own devotional life, I have learned that the Scripture leads me to prayer. Many times I can be not in a good frame of mind to pray, not not in the uh, heart or the spirit of prayer. But if I get into the Word, if I let God speak to me, minister to me, then the natural response, or maybe I should say supernatural, because it's the work of the Holy Spirit in us, is to talk back to Him to answer the God who's talking to me. Scripture, in a sense, always leads to prayer, or it should. And one evidence of that is how all of Scripture ends. We're in Revelation chapter 22, walking through this last chapter. And have you ever noticed that Revelation 22, the last book of the Bible, and yes, the last verses of the whole Bible, are a prayer? Listen to them. In verse 20, We read, He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. That's the Lord's word to us. But then there's the response to the revelation. John writes, Under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Even so come, Lord Jesus. And then he continues his prayer. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. All of Scripture ends with a prayer. Friend, that's a good way to end. May we all end praying. I'm thinking now of David Livingston, the great pioneer missionary of Africa. Livingston was a man of prayer. And as an old man, in the middle of the night, one of his servants came in to check on him. And uh, Livingston was not in his bed. He couldn't find him. So he lit a lantern, started looking for him, and he found Livingston down on his knees with his hands clasped on the other side of the bed. And he watched him for just a moment and uh, thought him praying and then realized he wasn't moving at all. He wasn't breathing. Livingston had ended his earthly journey on his knees in prayer. What a way to go. Can you imagine showing up in heaven and saying, Lord, I was just talking to you a moment ago, and then seeing him face to face? That's a good way to end. Well, that's the way John ends this glorious revelation of Jesus Christ with a prayer. Now, we're, we're talking about the fact that the coming of Christ, the truth of that coming, has to work its way out in our life every day. It should make a difference In what we do we've discovered first of all that it's time for obeying in verse 14 and 15 we must obey the gospel then we learn that it's time for testifying in verse 16 in verse 18 again in verse 20 we have this word testimony it's it's time to tell others about the Lord Jesus Christ then it's time for inviting verse 17 is one of the great gospel verses in the whole Bible here it is on the last page and the spirit and the bride say come and let him that us say come, and let him that is athirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Don't you think it appropriate uh, that the human penman used of the Lord Jesus under inspiration of the Holy Spirit to write John 3.16 would also write this verse? You talk about summary verses of the gospel. John, who leaned on Jesus' breast at supper, who was the beloved disciple who was captivated by the love of Christ, seems again and again, just to bring us back to the gospel, it's time for inviting people to come to Jesus. But now we learn this truth. It's not only time for obeying and testifying and inviting, but friend, it's time for praying. What time is it? It's prayer time. That's what time it is. It's time for us to seek the Lord's face. And for what should we pray? Well, let me give you two things, and they both come from the closing verses and the closing prayer of the Bible in Revelation 22. First of all, his prayer is this, Even so, come Lord Jesus. I love the fact that the first prayer request here is all about Christ. It is Godward. It is heavenward. It is not not about uh, people. It is not about circumstances. It's all about the Lord. Here's a prayer. I wonder if you've prayed recently. Have you prayed for His coming? You know, we're giving an invitation for the world to come to Christ. We've learned that recently. Come to Jesus. But now we're turning it around and we're giving the Lord an invitation. Lord, come to us. Come to us. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. And to me, it's interesting that uh, he uses this word come again. We're not asking the Lord to take us. We're asking the Lord to come to us. I think sometimes when people talk about the second coming of Christ, they're just looking for an out. They're looking for escape. They're looking for relief. Lord, get us out of here. No, no, the heart of Christ Remember, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 8, we're to love His appearing. Do you really love His appearing? The only way to love His appearing is to love Him. The more you fall in love with Jesus, the more you will get to the point where you just can't wait to see Him. The closer you are to Him now, the closer you will want to be. So we're not praying, Lord, take us out of here but rather come to us. It's a desire for more than escape. It is the desire, the ultimate desire of the believer's heart is to be with Christ. You see, God's heart is for us to be with Him and our heart, as it gets more like His, is for us to be with Him. The first thing we ought to be praying for is we ought to be praying for His coming. Would you pray for that today? Would you make this your own prayer? Even so, come Lord Jesus. And then we should be praying only for His coming We should be praying for His grace. Listen to the last verse of the revelation of Jesus Christ. I think sometimes it doesn't get nearly enough attention. Revelation 22, verse number 21 says, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Now this is powerful. How does the book end? I mean the whole book. It ends with grace. If you back up in your Bible to Revelation chapter 1, we studied there long ago. Do you remember it? Revelation chapter 1, verse number 4 says, John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come. So he begins by praying for grace and he ends by praying for grace. You see, the story of the gospel from start to finish is the story of grace. I needed grace back when I got saved. but Friend, I need grace as much or more of the grace of God today as I ever have. Do you feel that way? Then pray for grace. And notice something else, that his prayer is not simply for him to have grace. Rather, it is for others to have grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. All people need grace. What do lost people need? They need grace. They need to experience the grace of God. What does the, the prodigal, the backslider need? They need a fresh experience of the grace of God. What does the hurting soul need today? Grace. What does the lonely person need today? Grace. Uh, what does that person dealing with discouragement today need? Grace. What does the Christian worker need and the witness need today? He needs grace. She needs grace. So you can always know you're praying in the will of God when you're praying in the Word of God. Take this and make this your prayer request today. Hey, Lord, we're praying for grace. Here are two great things we ought to pray for. First, pray for His coming. That's looking ahead, that's looking forward, that's looking up. And then pray for His grace. That's looking at yourself and the needs all around you and then looking up and recognizing that we not only need the Lord to come to us physically, but until He comes, we need His grace to keep us to the very end. And I love this final word. We'll come back to it. We'll talk more about it. But amen is the word. See, when you say amen in prayer, that's not just a clever way to sign off. That's not just how we wrap it up. No, friend, amen is a word of agreement. It's a word of faith. Remember, it's one of our Lord's names. We, we talked about that previously. Use his name today. This is to pray this in Jesus' name, by his authority, by his access, on his account. Oh, Lord, would you come, and until you come, would you give us all grace today? In Jesus' name, amen.
0: The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.